0: on halloween the cornell a acapella uh yeah no i just that acapella wasn't... no i know how to <laughs> the read acapella, acapella. acapella. <laughs>
1: it's cut
2: they oh, I've okay seen, i see i've seen it's... some of the lists they like cut the a out yeah it's, yeah, yeah it's that's acapella weird. yeah okay
0: on no i know how to pronounce acapella they just had jake it typed it's weird. acapella
2: acapella <laughs> <So, laughs> on... <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to the Rankers Podcast, where we take anything and everything and we rank them. Just two best friends ranking it up. As always, my name is Jacob. As always, my name is Nick. Let's rank them. Nick is here. We're ranking something again, as we as <laughs> wow. we do. Imagine and <laughs> it's an incredible time to be alive because uh, it's just, it, how's it going, man? Dude, it's I just,
1: good. You said I, it's an incredible time to be alive because I lost my it's the thought, fall season. Like. It's okay. We love yes. the fall season. We like to be a little bit of seasonal on the Rankers podcast with some Halloween-themed episodes and Christmas-themed episodes, and so we're kind of right in the middle of all that. Um, yeah, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, man. The leaves here are beautiful. It's just uh, I've been wearing hoodies and jackets the last two weeks, and yeah. I don't think y'all are doing that yet. looks like... Uh, How's how the weather no, we, uh, around y'all?
0: No, we did. I, last week, it got like it took a, okay, just okay. gave us a week where it was super cold. It got down to like the 20s. It was really the weekend, like okay, Thursday, okay, yeah. Friday ish. Nice. And then this week, it's supposed to be back up to the 80s. So we haven't made up our mind over here. Well, we uh, love the weather
1: and we love to rank things. And we love guests. And we love Luke Richter, <laughs> uh, who is.
0: Been on the pod a couple times. I have to go back and look because I'm trying to keep up with who holds like the belt of like the most, he's, the most guests. He's
1: going to be but at three now, I think.
0: Luke is up there. No, I think
1: four, it, three or four.
0: So you did, did the Office, Parks Office. and Rec, Star Wars.
1: Yeah. And then the, okay. Yeah. This would and be three. this one. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, whenever I have no idea what I'm talking about or what no. to say, we call him. <laughs> No, it's four because you it did the four. time traveling destination. Oh thing
2: yeah, you with did. Us. Oh yeah, we did a collab podcast. <laughs> you did, yeah. <laughs> that that's when we were on
0: podcast. the swanky
1: pod, but Luke, yeah. what's up, man? Dude, nothing much. What's up <laughs> with you guys? <laughs> He's like, are y'all going to like say hi to me or just
2: talk about me? <laughs> no, it's all good. I, I'm. It's a joy to be back. love being on the show. I love ranking things. We brought you guys over to our podcast. And rank things and it was great. Yeah, uh, loved that podcast. Got a lot of good feedback from it. That's
0: good. It's that probably just a lot of people making fun of the guests that y'all had <laughs> no. on that podcast. Hey, I do dude, have that to was say, so
2: entertaining.
0: Dude. I do have to say one thing, Nick, that makes me that bums me out a little bit is this uh-huh. is our podcast. And you can tell that that Luke does this kind of thing because his mic 100 percent sounds better than both of our mics <laughs> right now. <laughs> Luke is no, like there's a, no way. This is a cheap mic podcaster, YouTuber right here. (laughs) We're going to give Luke as always a chance to kind of hit us up with like where people can find him and stuff and everything (laughs) that he's doing. But there is a reason Luke is on here. So Luke is is, is well-rounded in a couple of things. So he's mainly kind of he's been on the star Wars pod, which, you know, we're not done talking star Wars. That's going to come back. You're going to have
2: have to come back. (laughs) There's so much to talk
0: about. Oh, so much to talk about. And, uh, (laughs) and then he also was on another office related episode with us where we did. He won. Where we really did he? I don't know if we ever <laughs> got the consensus on that. And then, and then he was randomly on that uh, destinations, the time travel thing. <laughs> that one was underrated. Go check that one out. It is a fun one, yeah. But this is really a hard interesting one because we are going back, Nick, to the OG very first rankers episode OG. where we ranked our top 10 favorite office episodes so Mm, the office is a very popular show obviously i think a lot of our listeners have watched it so we decided we decided to do the flip side and talk about our least favorite or the worst episode
1: yeah so that was the first episode of the rankers um man that was a good time that was a fun time and so we talked about the best this time we're going to talk about the worst and actually this one, I felt like we just needed to call in somebody who knew what they were talking about a little bit more on the office than myself. So we're going to have Luke rank, um, his top 10 least favorite uh, office episodes and Jacob. And then I'm just going to kind of be facilitating and talking through uh, the episode with you guys. Um, but yeah, so we just felt like let's do the adverse of, of the best to the worst. And uh I mean, I know that they're out there. I'm interested to see y'all's picks, y'all's takes. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of, season one catches a lot of flack. So I'm interested to see if there's any season one episodes on y'all's list. Mm. And uh, I think it's going to be good. So it's going to be great. Luke, Luke,
0: I (laughs) got to, Luke, I got to ask, because I think this is going to be super important for this episode. As always, we do this. What is your criteria for what makes a bad
2: off? Because this is, this is your favorite of all time, right? Mm. This is your top, The Office? Or at least, oh, The Office, yes. Favorite sitcom for sure. Okay, I, all right. Yeah, I'm just a fan. Seen it four or five times. Through okay, now. So, so that being
1: said,
0: you <laughs> Qualified know, when we, go, when we talk yeah. about like what our least favorite episodes are, there obviously is some type of criteria. So what makes like the worst, the worst for you?
2: So for me, I'm a big story guy, and there, there's so many amazing things about The Office that one of its pitfalls, probably its biggest pitfall, um, is just that they, they did not handle some of the storylines well, in my opinion. In the opinion of many, there are some storylines that they were pursuing that just fully fell apart, uh, and so it's really bad writing that kills me, because of course it's got an all-star cast... Of course, Michael Scott leaving was like devastating for the show and made it them have to do a lot of different things, but the acting is still there. So really, it's like, for me, it's just, there's some bad writing. There's just some really horrendous episodes that we can't get over. And so that's where it comes in to play for me is I'm like, these people did so well. I don't know if they switched writers or if they were just like, we have no more storylines.
1: It might've gone a season too long. I don't know, but there's, yeah, there's some bad, bad storylines out there. Honestly, no, that's a great, that's a great criteria. I love that. I'm interested to see what you're going to have to say about those storylines. Jacob, what is your criteria for this list?
0: I think in a way, you know, we can chalk everything up to the writing because at the end of the day, every decision that is made is made in that writer's room and, and what they're doing. And so that's kind of the backdrop, obviously, any reason why we don't like these episodes is because of the decisions that were made, but to be a little bit more specific and kind of just, I agree with a lot of what your criteria is uh, Luke and, but kind of to, to kind of get more specific, a lot of mine have to do with decisions that were made with mm-hmm. the with the handling of certain characters that I really <laughs> yeah. love. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> he does. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get into that and you're going to probably start to see that as as it gets closer to my number 1. And I would say that and then another thing alongside that is like there are a couple and I love like I love The Office. It's in my top 10. Like go check out that episode. I love The Office. Rewatch it all the time. Recently just got done rewatching it. And one of the things is, as good of a show that it is, there are episodes that I'm kind of out on. There are like whole, there are funny jokes within those episodes. There's funny jokes within every episode. Mm -hmm. But there are a few episodes that are, that made my top 10 that are like, I'm kind of like, I kind of just mentally check out of this episode because I'm not into, what's happening at all there's like that level mm. and then there's the ones where i'm so aggressively angry at what's happening in the episode that i'm so locked in on it because i'm just like every decision i'm like you know what is going on but i can't we'll get more <laughs> i'll get more into that as as we get into the, each episode but that's kind of mine
1: that that's also a great criteria maybe see some jake uh, jake takes coming out i i feel like i know who you're talking about already when you, you talk about characters and how they were treated um yeah. but yeah without uh Without waiting any longer, let's get into it. And as always, we need to start with our guest, Mr. Luke Richter. What is your number 10? No, I'm excited for
2: this. This one, I think, flew under the radar in bad episodes, in my opinion. I was looking at some lists of other people who had their opinions, and I didn't see this one too often. Um, And it's an episode that's called New Boss. It's actually also, I think this is my earliest episode that's bad. It's season five, episode 18. Everything else is after season five. Um, and it's new boss with Idris Alba. Are you going to say something, Jake? I was just going to say Charles Minor. <laughs> yes, Charles Minor. Freaking Charles Oh Minor. my gosh, dude. Yeah, that's pretty much... that's. <laughs> I love Idris Alba as an actor. He does yes. an incredible job. That's where I say, I think it's writing. I think it's directing maybe some of how they develop the characters. I don't know. But this episode, if you don't remember, <laughs> uh, Charles Minor comes in. And he just plays this like stick in the mud. I don't know. It's it's a weird power struggle for me where he's coming in and trying to like put down Michael Scott, who's planning this like anniversary, fifteen year anniversary thing for himself. Um, And it's a weird relationship. The writing's not good. Angela has this really awkward crush on him or something. It's I I don't know how to really quantify it other than to say I do not like his character. At all. It's not written well, in my opinion. I, again, I'm not going to blame the actor cause he's an incredible actor, but right. pretty much any episode he's in, I'm just like, man, I feel like I see what you're going for, but it's not hitting. I don't know. I really, uh, it's unfortunate cause I don't know how to quantify it. Cause a lot of people said they liked Charles minor and they think he's really funny and they like him in the show. I think he could have just not been in the show and it wouldn't have taken away anything from the plot. It wouldn't have taken anything away from a lot of developments uh yeah not a big fan of new boss i think the thing
0: the redeeming quality for me, I agree with a lot of what you said. I'm not a fan of Charles Minor. I think the redeeming quality for me is that if it weren't for Ch- Charles Minor, we might not have gotten the Michael Scott Paper Company storyline, which I absolutely adore those those few episodes. That's I do, true. I do love those episodes. But he's clearly like, I think if the writers just listened to what you said, they would have responded with, well, good, we did, we did our <laughs> job. Because I think it's so clear that we are... Like nobody is supposed to like Charles Minor. He's such a foil for Michael Scott, and that he's completely normal. He's completely level-headed. He's most likely a a good boss in the traditional, like conventional, type of way. He's just like he's like Michael's worst nightmare in so many ways. The thing that I can't stand is the Jim stuff. I think the relationship between Charles Minor and Jim, that whole yes, storyline, is super awkward too. Super unnecessary. Because he's he's already a foil to Michael, so you don't have to like, you don't have to bring in this other thing for for Jim to have to deal with. Anyway, dude, I couldn't agree more. That's that's a great pick, and it, I agree, definitely under the radar too.
1: Is that one going to come up on your list at all, Jacob? Or no, no, it, definitely it, it's, an honorable mention. That it's not say. on my
0: top ten, but yeah, honorable mention.
1: A lot I of feel like too, we'll have some overlap, but that one
2: that one's more of a personal thing. I don't know why it's yeah. I skip those episodes sometimes because I'm like it's just it's boring it's more dry than it normally is i don't know
1: yeah yeah no it I always agree. seems to be those characters that you just don't like <laughs> and the writers are like yeah we wanted you to not like them yeah
2: yeah but there's a good way to do that you have there to have is.
1: antagonists but right. i don't know i don't yep. know fair fair all right so jacob what is your number 10
0: My number 10 is also going to come from season five. This is not, there's not a lot that happens in this episode that necessarily makes me like super angry as an office fan. I just think it's a bad episode overall. Uh, this is season five episode 16. It's called blood drive. And so (laughs) this episode has some stuff in it that I personally do not like watching. Uh, one of them is this is, this is shortly after Holly gets transferred back to Nash, Nashua. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yep. That branch. Yeah. Nashua. She gets transferred back. And so Michael is kind of, you know, super lonely. It's Valentine's day. And he has this weird thing with this girl that he meets when he's giving blood and (laughs) she like calls him cute, but then he like never sees her again. And he makes like, or he doesn't make the whole office waits with him to show up for her to show up to this party. But the thing about this episode, Luke, that I can't stand. Yeah. Is the Jim, Pam, Phyllis, and Bob Vance double date? Yeah. Where, where Phyllis <laughs> and Bob Vance leave the table to quote unquote go to the bathroom. <laughs> and, uh, oh man, I, I don't even want to talk about it. Like, I don't even want to get into it. You guys know what I'm talking about. And it's not because I'm trying to be appropriate. I just don't want to talk about it. Like, it's, it's just a really weird thing where they go off and they do their thing, but then they come back and they're like, Just the way that it's just, uh, it's the whole episode. I don't really enjoy, I don't really enjoy anything about it. Uh, There are a couple jokes, obviously, like I said, all of these episodes have, all of these episodes have good moments. There are a couple good moments in this episode, but overall, I think it's just a bad episode. And I think it's one of those episodes where the writers, it's like, you know, they call them. With like short series, drama series, they call them filler episodes, you know, where you're just, yeah, it's just not much, but just kind of getting mm. us to the next thing. This is what that feels like to me. I just think it's a bad episode.
2: Yeah, no, I I don't fully disagree with you. There are, so, there are just some moments in that that I love so much in that episode. And a big part of my list is I tried to, it was hard for me because I was like, I'm going to try and think of the episodes that I just don't remember very well. Because I know those ones I've kind of blocked out of my memory because they're bad. Yeah, uh, That episode I remember really well. And I remember. Okay. I think a lot of people remember it for when he's in the blood drive bus. And he said, I can't remember the exact words, but he's like, oh, I haven't eaten all day because I was so nervous. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, <he laughs> <passes> out, <laughs> and that is just, uh, that's the moment I remember from that episode. So they're probably, you're right. There's some, there's some awkward weirdness in there. Um, yep. that's not, that's not particularly
1: funny, honestly. Yeah. Literally the IMDB says Jim and Pam have an awkward lunch with Phyllis and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> <Mance."> <laughs> yeah. So I actually, I actually
0: have all of the episode descriptions. I forgot to read it all. They're very short. So I'll read oh, really? it. I just thought it was interesting well, so. that
1: you were like, yeah, this, this is awkward. And it's awkward. A, and I it's awkward like it. All right yeah
0: <laughs> in <laughs> oh, the man. jokes just are yeah they're not good they're not good to me so goodness
1: goodness. all
2: right number trash, nine
1: trash it number nine for luke uh number
2: nine for me is one that i don't think flew under the radar really uh and it is in season seven episode 17 and it's just titled todd packer uh and again this actor <laughs> had, does i can't remember his name honestly uh the guy from anchorman and a bunch of yeah. other stuff he has some hilarious moments throughout his career but overall, like he, he's typecasted into this pervy guy, and that's who he plays in everything mm. he's in ever. Yeah, and I've never particularly loved any of his roles. I don't know about you guys or anyone else in the world. Anchorman is hilarious and a classic, but even in Anchorman, he's like probably the least important character or the one that makes me laugh the least. Yeah. David, uh, David Kush- is, Kushner, I think. Yeah. I yeah. Think so so yeah, nothing against it, him know. as a, as a human, but the typecast role that he is in, which is just like the raunchy humor role. Yeah. It's, it's not like it. the office has a certain amount of raunchy humor that, uh, it like it fits the show. So whatever, you know, whatever it is, it fits the show. And he just like, comes in and cranks it up to a 12, 13, 14, 15, 20. And yeah. you're like, okay, it's fart jokes. And it's like, it's not funny. <laughs> right. And then also, yeah, I don't know. Feels to me like regressing. I don't love it when you put an issue in the story that does not uh, advance things at all. It takes it backwards. And then the whole mm-hmm. goal of the episode is to get back to where you were. Yeah sometimes uh this is done really well in movies and writing and stuff sometimes it's just not i don't think it was done well here it's like we're going backwards holly allowed todd packer to get here and so this whole episode is going to be trying to get back to normal and kick todd out of the office and it's like not it's not super funny it doesn't progress anyone's storylines throughout the episode unless there's something i'm forgetting there might be i I didn't have time to watch all the episodes back but the
0: only thing I would disagree with there Luke is I think what it does progress is it shows that this is the one this is the one girl that Michael is willing to compromise his friendship with Todd Packer. You know, he holds Todd yeah, Packer up so yeah. high and the the end of the episode shows like Michael agrees with Holly and he and he's like he's he is an idiot and like he can only <laughs> see that because of Todd working off of Holly I I don't know that but I I totally agree by the way I think like like Todd Packer is like the offices version of like the the Ron and Tammy episodes on Parks and Rec where it's just like <laughs> oh gosh. I remember watching that show through worst. with my little brother and I I had to skip those episodes because it was like they just dial it up to 11 with the raunchiness yeah. just super randomly and uh even though it's funny but it's yeah I I would agree I I, I definitely uh I definitely don't hate that pick the so Nick you remember this one
1: yes yes i do remember this episode i just remember being like oh this guy's too much and like when i had watched this a long time ago too i think i was actually watching it like with my parents and i was like not saying it it. i gotta go gotta blast yeah i gotta go but no that's i think i think anything with this guy and unfortunately just this role that you guys have already mentioned is not is not a great look but yeah so we're on to jacobs number nine
0: Yep. So, number nine here for me, you're going to start to see a theme <laughs> that you're going to pick up on pretty quickly here soon. This comes from season eight, episode 19. It is called Get the Girl. Mm. I got the description here. Andy goes to Tallahassee to tell Aaron that he loves her and needs her to return to Scranton. Meanwhile, Nellie shows up in Scranton and tries to claim Andy's manager position by offering everyone raises. Now, let me preface by saying this a lot of people hate Nellie. they uh i've heard a lot of people hating her as kind of an add-on <laughs> to the show is i the i one? yep yeah, okay, yeah. i uh, can't stand her at the beginning i actually think that they redeem her pretty well later on in season eight and then most of season nine but this is kind of her intro into the scranton branch and it's so incredibly unrealistic that she comes in takes over as boss. And the fact that Robert California doesn't just remove her is so infuriating because there's nothing that she does that convinces anybody that she should be there. It's just everybody's like, they're too flabbergasted by what's happening that she's just there and doing it. Uh, And then the big part of this too, is this is this, this starts a snowball effect of decisions that they make with Andy Uh, that uh, I will dive into more in a little while as Andy is a beloved character that I love. And uh, this is sort of the genesis of a few of the decisions they make with him. One being, I don't mind him going and declaring his love for Aaron because I like the Aaron-Andy relationship initially. (laughs) But it's it's the completely abandoning his job and then just expecting to come back and I, I this starts to get into other episodes but get the yep. girl is is really really <laughs> bad. I think both storylines that are happening are awful and uh it it makes me uh it makes me really not want to continue on. I can remember watching this episode <laughs> for the first time and going oh, i don't know if i like where any of this is going. And uh and that kind of checks me out a little bit. But yeah, get the girl number 9. Excellent.
2: Uh yeah, that's a great Choice. Get the girl is terrible. Uh, that's part of where I feel like the storyline just starts to go awry. And Andy is a character that I don't know, I just I feel like they they either didn't have a plan for where it was going or somebody fully changed the plan halfway through. And the same with Nelly, they kind of run parallel, yep. In that they both had their sort of storylines and they almost switched. Like everybody i know yeah everybody hated nelly and it was like she was almost a good character in that you're like yes everybody hates nelly and when she gets off the show you'll breathe a sigh of relief and be like oh man that was a stressful situation that's gone now and everybody loved andy for a minute andy yep. was super funny uh mm-hmm. and then they're like let's try and make everyone love nelly and hate andy oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's like ma- wait, it's making why? me nauseous
0: just <laughs> hearing you talk about it yeah yeah yeah
2: like why
1: the writer for <laughs> this episode was Charlie Grandy, and they only wrote eight episodes of The Office. And get the girl was Forget the last you, Charles one, Charles Grandy. Get the girl was the last <laughs> one that uh <laughs> that Charlie Grandy wrote uh, <laughs> in season eight. Uh my number eight is an episode called
2: The Banker. You'll see it in a lot of lists. Um <laughs> You'll I see it in my list. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. I actually do this is one that I remember for a bad reason, because I was just like I, I understand. Sometimes it's cool to. For Nick, do you remember this episode?
1: No, I'm looking it right now. No, just kidding. No. This is the
2: stereotypical <laughs> flashback episode. Yes, yes. They a, a banker comes in. So uh, to, yeah, do some sort of kind of audit, and yes, it's a it's a flashback episode of like let's do oh. let's show what everyone's been through. It's supposed to be very kind of emotional. It shows a lot of Jim and Pam stuff um which is I probably great, would like it <laughs> but it's not done super well there yeah. could they could have done it it's really boring he said i mean he sits with toby who's meant to be really boring and so i think there's kind of <laughs> some humor meant to be there of like this is a yeah. really boring conversation but we're gonna contrast that with these super emotional moments and it's a it's a thing uh but it didn't land i don't think it landed for anyone i think this is one of the lowest rated Office mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. Um, Reddit says
1: that it's the worst office yeah. episode hands down. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you hat. can't
0: it's almost like you can't count it because so much of it is already used footage. Yes. And it's just like this is the office is supposed to be the show that you think wouldn't do an episode like this. Like this is a nineties, like friends, and I'm you know, I'm yeah. not, <laughs> not friends. I'm I'm all about friends, but that that's like that kind of setting for it, right? Is like the nineties sitcom. It's not supposed to be on one of the, you know the the office was supposed to be different than the yeah. stereotypical laugh track sitcom.
1: All right, we're moving on. All right, so my
0: number 8 is season 6, episode 3. This is the promotion. So mm. Jim Jim discovers just how hard being the boss can be when David Wallace forces Michael and him to determine which employees will be getting a raise. Now I didn't go back and spe- like like play the episode to make sure on this. So I I could be wrong, but I believe this is the introduction, if not the episode right after co-manager Jim, which yes, I just have I to say, so. I hate co-manager <laughs> Jim and everything about it. I hate the storyline. I cannot stand when he is co-manager. I think he's 50% less funny when he's co-manager. It takes away from, All of the great things that we love about Jim Halpert and he turns into this serious, you know, I care about my job, that kind of thing. This is one of the storylines that I don't, I don't know if they changed it because they had always planned to change it or if they changed it because of response, you know, later down the road, they eventually go back to normal. But as soon as co-manager Jim steps onto the scene, I am not a fan at all. And so I wanted to put this episode in here because this is kind of the introduction to it when they're having to get out, give out the raises and all of this kind of yeah. stuff uh, co-manager Jim is bad. I personally don't like the storyline. So that's why it's, it's higher up here for me. Um, so that's my number. That's my number
2: eight. Uh, that's a good pick. Yeah. I think that's a good pick. There's just not, I don't know. It's, It's not one of the episodes that I just fully don't remember, but it's pretty darn close where I'm like, I could skip it. (laughs) Yeah. And that alone for me, like there's not many office episodes I want to skip. Making a top 10 list was kind of difficult until I decided what direction I wanted to go because I'm like, I love almost
1: every episode. Right. But that episode, I could skip it. It's probably just also that that transition of having Jim as the boss, because you already have five seasons of us just loving the dynamic between him and Dwight being in the center of the office. So I just I think probably just him being a boss and being in that different atmosphere is just not likable, especially this his more sternness. I just don't think I like it when Jim cares about his <laughs> job. I think, I think that may be I what it is. It. And,
0: and that's part of the reason I have some gripes with Jim in season nine is that he, yeah. just, he cares way too much about stuff that I don't want him to care about, but <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's just me. All right,
1: Luke. So what is your number seven?
2: All right. My number seven, uh, comes from season seven, if I'm remembering correctly, and it is called the inner circle. Yeah. Season seven, episode 22, mm-hmm. Which, there's some really funny moments of this episode. I personally love Will Ferrell's acting throughout this uh, whole series of him being in the show. But the Inner Circle in particular, I feel like exposed an issue with the Will Ferrell thing. And that is that I feel like the writers had absolutely no idea what to do with him. (laughs) They were like making stuff, making up these random storylines that, uh, nobody cares for the whole like inner circle thing was trying to, I don't know, make something, some sort of funny situation. I don't think it was very funny. It just didn't hit. And then at the end, uh, yeah, he goes to the hospital and that's like the end of, (laughs) that's the end of Will Ferrell. Yeah. In the show, and I think, like I think, having him there for a moment could have been really funny. But I remember people at the time being like, "Is Will Ferrell here to stay? Is he going to be in here for like another season? Is the office even going to go for another season?" There were a lot of swirling questions that the writers had no answers to, and yeah. I think this this episode just sums it up. There, like I said, some great moments, um, but overall, the episode falls so short of the office it's like the second episode after jim after michael leaves i believe and it's, it's just the like fir- it's the first or is one. it the very first one yeah yep. the first because d'angelo is in it with michael for right. His, but yeah so this is just a weird episode man <laughs> and i do not like it him severely injuring himself is hilarious though but nick yeah. nick do you do you care if i come in here with a flaming hot take
1: i was gonna say <laughs> what are your thoughts on this episode yeah jake take let's go i am in
0: if Will Ferrell replaces Michael Scott, for <laughs> like, the remainder fully replaces. Of the show, yeah. I'm in on it. I, when you said that this was, when, when you said the name of the episode, I was like, okay, well, he hates D'Angelo. Like, that makes sense. I feel like people are in one of two camps. Like, you yeah. either, you either love him or you hate him. I think he's hilarious. I think he's really funny <laughs> on the show. I and do not if, hate D'Angelo. If he were to have just stayed, I think I would have been fine with it. I will agree that I think you made a really good point by, you know, bringing up that they clearly didn't really know what to do with them because they they do go up and down on a on a lot of the the stuff. But luckily, Will Ferrell is a comedic icon. And yes, he holds all of it together. By I truly believe that you could give Will Ferrell just about any writing, and just the way that he acts, oh, 100%. it He's, he's so funny. And so, but I I get this episode being on here. It is really weird that he just gets injured and then he obviously never comes back,
2: (laughs) but uh, I'm, I'm in on
0: D'Angelo. I think he's great.
2: I like D'Angelo. I love Will Ferrell. I don't know if they could have like afforded to keep Will Ferrell for the next two seasons. Like I said, I'd kind of be okay with him staying too. It's just, this was a clear fumble for me where it's like, okay, Michael's gone. Are we going to land on our feet? The answer yeah. was no. They did no. not. <laughs> it took them a little bit to pick up anything, but like the, I think, yeah, this episode has the um, the freaking the juggling scene where yeah. he's like juggling to bring me to life by Evanescence, and it's yep. a one just comedy. Yeah. It's amazing, but yeah. overall, as an episode and the story, just being tossed all over the place. Yeah, not yeah. a fan. That's a good pick. It's a good pick. <laughs>
1: Jacob, would you say that you would rather Will Ferrell over Michael Scott? Nick, is that Ethan no? no that's, not a, that's
0: not at all what I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Scott is on like the Mount Rushmore of of that's TV show thought. characters. Uh, that's not what it all. I, I meant moving forward after Michael left. I would have. I would have okay, not mind okay. if if uh, I realized how I right sounded left, when I said replaced Michael. I meant like moving okay. forward
1: after Michael yeah. left. That, that makes sense. I'm glad don't, we got that clarified. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but you know what? You should tell us your number seven.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna say my number seven and then Luke, I'm gonna bounce it right back to you for your number mm-hmm. six because my number seven is already mentioned and it's the banker episode. This is the episode yeah. we we're already talking about. It has all the flashbacks. It's it's lazy. It didn't really move the story forward. It deserves to be on this worst list.
2: Luke, <laughs> just hit us with your number six. That's genius! Uh, <laughs> great pick. Thank you. My number six is Andy's ancestry. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Andy's ancestry, which I believe is season nine, episode three. Uh, season eight and nine. I I there's gonna be a few of these on my list. There's there's quite a few reasons that I can't stand in this episode. I'll try and just boil it down to one or two. Uh, one, I do not like Nellie. Don't like her at all. So pretty much any time she's in an episode, I'm not happy about it. Yep. <laughs> this is. If you don't remember, this is where Andy is like telling Nellie to research his family tree, and she tells him like you're related to Oprah. Uh, and I thought, if, is it Michelle Obama I or thought. Michelle Obama? Sorry, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of something else. Um, you're related to Michelle Obama, and then uh, she tells him like he owned slaves at some point and all this other stuff. <laughs> then there there is one big redeeming factor for this is that this is Asian Jim episode. Uh, which oh, yeah. I'm told the actor of this like hates being called the Asian Jim, and he gets called it all the time. He's also been in like Marvel movies now. Yeah, uh, but the cold open on this is legendary for that. But overall, oh yeah, I don't like Nelly, and this is sort of I don't know playing in. Uh, there was a lot of the angst between Nelly and Andy in this, and there just the fact that they kept. The storyline going between them two i'm over it i was Mm. i was so over it at this point i don't know why Nellie was even on the show anymore they had to like create these weird storylines for her like oh she wants a kid and i'm like and this is where pam teaches her how to drive also yeah dumb and and nelly nelly's like oh jim's having an affair on you and i'm like dude please like i understand you're trying to She's aggregating the situation. Yeah, Stop. like I understand what the writers are trying to do because there's just a lack of drama. It's the final season. How do you it, like? So a lot of the storylines feel like they've been wrapped up already, and it's just like I do not, I do not care about this.
1: So to uh, involve myself a little bit more, I've like been looking up these episodes as you guys are talking about them and researching mm-hmm. them, and there's like just like quotes and trivia and stuff. And this one says that when Pam is teaching Nellie to drive, that they pass the same neighborhood more than once. And it's supposed to be like a background joke that they just keep passing the same stuff going by behind them. Crazy things you find, man. I'll have to pay attention to that. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah.
0: That's a good, that's a good pick Luke. It probably deserves to be here. This is a, this is a, it's not a great episode for sure.
1: Great pick. All right, Jacob, we're on to your number six. All right. My number six is season
0: nine. Episode Five. Here comes treble <laughs> and uh I hate this episode. I hate <laughs> everything about it, except and it's funny that you brought this up. This has actually one of my all time favorite cold opens, which might be a fun list to do one day to do office yeah. cold opens because this is the one where where Dwight gets the pumpkin stuck on his head. <laughs> And that's the whole entire <laughs> cold open is It's the Halloween episode oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Dwight gets the pumpkin on his head and uh, he can't get it back off. And it, it's really funny. But this episode, I will read the description <laughs> on Halloween. The Cornell acapella group pays a visit to Andy. Dwight discovers that Nelly takes anxiety pills and Pam disapproves of Jim's, <laughs> Jim's business, business decision. decision. So this is where, oh, so this is where Jim goes off and he like puts in $10,000 instead of $5,000 or or whatever into athlete. And, uh, this is where the acapella group comes back. Andy is insatiable in this episode. He is absolutely horrible. This is where you start to really season nine is uh, the beginning of season nine is where you really start to like. You're actively rooting again, like here's what I'll say because we're we may get into this later too. I love Pete and Clark. I think they're good additions to the show. Yes, I like yeah. those characters. And like three or four episodes into season nine, this is how poor they are with with Andy. I'm <laughs> super duper rooting for for
2: Aaron to end up with Pete because like, yeah, no, they do turn tables like that.
0: <laughs> he, like Andy treats treats Aaron so badly. And you can see it, so obviously the the Dwight discovering that Nellie takes anxiety pills that's dumb. This is also the random episode, yeah, cared where, about that where like uh Toby is weirdly like pervertedly attracted to. Nelly dressing up as him. Uh, That's like, and it's so, yeah. <laughs> it's so cringy, weird. And, uh, and yeah. Don't they and,
2: kiss? Don't they like kissing I, this? Im, I think or it might that be another yeah.
0: episode. It's at the end of this one, maybe, uh that, and that that happens. was weird too and didn't make any sense. Also um, weird. That yeah. never goes anywhere. And, uh, yeah, this is when the the acapella group comes back and they do yep. the song Broccoli and everything. Rob. And Broccoli Rob comes in and,
2: and, and Andy's just Colbert. Broccoli <laughs>
0: yeah Andy's awful so yeah my number six is Here Comes Treble
2: uh yeah that one's on a lot of lists that one is also one of the lowest rated I believe of yeah. all the o- Office episodes I didn't hate it as much as some people um but it's th- could just cause I don't know all of the episodes I don't wanna say they're super bad cause when you watch it all the way through and you're pretty much just tuning out everything except for like I feel like season nine and even season eight The only storyline that's still going that I care about at all is uh, Dwight and Angela, which is hilarious how that works out. And of course, like I love Jim and Pam, but it just feels like really manufactured drama. I don't think they naturally did it super well. There's still some great moments in Jim and Pam. God bless them. Power couple. Love it. Uh, But these, yeah, these storylines, I do not give a rip about.
1: Yep. We're talking about Jim
2: and Pam, man. I'm about to come up in this podcast and start <laughs> throwing hands. I love Jim. no, they're the best. They I do believe that they are the best part of the show. Them and Michael Scott. There you um, go, there you go. Good but thing. Andy or not Andy, Dwight and Angela really yeah. carry the show in seasons eight and nine, I think.
1: Yeah. I agree. I take your word for it. Top five? Top five. Let's do it.
2: Top five. My uh, number five, I think, will show up on Jacob's list. I have to imagine it will, based off of how we've talked in the past. Uh, but it's <laughs> season nine, episode fourteen, and it's called vandalism. Um, yeah. This episode lives uh, in infamy. It as sure it does. <laughs> it is the ultimate breaking the the wall of the the third wall of the documentary moment. <laughs> uh, basically, if you're not familiar with the episode, Pam is doing this big. Uh, warehouse mural um and somebody draws butts on it if i'm remembering correctly is yep. yeah uh she finds out it's a warehouse guy she paints on his truck or whatever he comes to like attack her which is wild and then the boom the boom mic guy um steps uh, out brian i think his name is brian Ry- brian or ryan something yeah. uh brian And he hits him in the face with the freaking boom mic. And you're just like, what just happened? And this was, this is also their attempt to sort of manufacture the drama between Jim and Pam is because they're like, oh, this boom mic guy clearly has a thing for Pam. So we can start, (laughs) we can start looking at that. Uh, So it's really the reason I think it's so high up on so many people's lists as the worst episode is it's the beginning of really unnecessary drama like the show is almost over it's time for celebrating and wrapping up and they're like maybe we could make something happen (laughs) that makes it like a little
1: bit weird for jim and pam and yeah yeah not a fan what is your take on like the behind the scenes type thing? Like we know that like they're talking to cameras and there's cameras oh, and yeah. stuff like in the office. And I feel like people probably just were like, Oh, we want to see the camera guys." Me and Jake have different opinions know. on this. I love the
2: mockumentary documentary kind of thing. Yeah. I love obviously like the camera filming angles. Now that's like iconic. That became an entire thing that parks and rec and other shows mm-hmm. do now. Um, this was the show that did the whole, like, <laughs> they showed the documentary coming out at the end. I personally liked that a lot. I thought it was kind of cool mm-hmm. showing the documentary coming out. They, beca- they become like famous people. You've just said, like I said, there's so much that needed that was like already wrapped up or ready to be wrapped up that there's not many things left to do. So I thought the idea of like, let's just say that maybe they had this plan from the beginning, but let's say the documentary came out. Like what would actually happen? Cause we're making a mockumentary or the show is a mockumentary. So what if like, what if we actually show what happens when a documentary comes out? So I thought that was cool. I thought that was clever. Cause that's the weird thing about parks and rec is that it's filmed like a mockumentary, like a documentary, but nothing ever happens. It's never, it's never addressed. It's really just like, we really like the getting to see them talk to the camera. And we really like the, like, you know, we're following them around with a camera crew feel Mm -hmm. of the show. And so they do that without ever addressing the fact that there's a documentary. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's a great take. The the guy, his name is Clark, who is a warehouse worker. And that's actually Mm. like his real name in real life, Clark Duke. (laughs) They didn't even change his name. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much thought they put into it. (laughs) All right, Jacob, do you have any thoughts on that? Or do you want to jump into your top five? I'm going to save my thoughts.
0: (laughs) there's a lot of things there's a lot of things happening upstairs
1: I was wondering what's your number what's your number five Jacob
0: my number five is uh, season three episode 13 it is called the return I'll read the description Andy does the impossible he makes everyone in the office miss Dwight who is forced to take a job at Staples meanwhile Oscar comes back to the office and Michael predictably throws a stereotypical Mexican party to celebrate uh Here's the reason why I have this episode up high. I I'm I'm realizing I didn't even realize it as I was putting my list together, but I'm I'm realizing it more now how how many of my picks revolve around Andy and that's natural because he's he's my favorite character and you may be surprised hearing me say that after a lot of what I've talked about so far. Very surprised. <laughs> that's why that's why it's so frustrating is because what happens Andy, when I say that Andy is my my favorite character, I have to be specific and say that really season four to season eight andy is my favorite character which <laughs> which if i have to say like my most consistent favorite character through the show is probably dwight i think dwight's incredible but yes yeah and and the season through from season four to season eight i think andy's amazing and this episode is really where i truly believe i know that he was he had to go shoot the hangover which is part of the reason why they took him to anger management he had to like take some time off the show because he was shooting movies But I also believe that they use it as an opportunity to kind of reboot the character a little bit because he gets so unbearably annoying. I also don't love it. I don't love the tropes where Jim gets so pranky that he's incredibly mean. I like when Jim is pranky and the the sense that you like, you know, like underneath that, like, Jim really does love Dwight. He cares about him. But there's a couple times when Jim gets super pranky. And this isn't, he doesn't prank Dwight in this episode. He pranks Andy. But he, this is where he puts the phone up in the thing and it causes Andy to punch the wall or whatever. I just think sometimes Jim gets a little bit too pranky and he gets really mean. And, uh, it's, it's just, it's kind of, it's just a hard episode for me to watch because Andy, this is the one where Andy follows Michael around the whole time, trying to suck up to him and everything. And, uh, it's, it's hard for me to get through. And I'm really glad that he went to anger management because I'm glad of who Andy is when he comes back. But, uh, this one's hard for me to get through. So yeah, the return. So does he leave the
1: show, the actor to go and do something else during this time? So, he had to film the Hangover yeah. movie. <laughs> oh, um, oh, goodness. Is, yeah. So, that's
0: why he takes like, it's like three or four episodes that he's gone
2: or something like that. Maybe They're probably just four. trying to
1: figure out a way on how to get him off the episode and come back, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, I Yeah, I would agree. They were probably put in a hard spot, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not him. That's so. that's my number five. Let's, uh, let's keep going. Number four, Luke. Uh, number four for me is going to be Couples Discount, season nine, episode 15. Um, oh, yeah. This one aggravates me again because of Nellie being in it. No, just, uh, <laughs> this, this is, if you don't yeah. remember, this is, um, when Andy Bernard comes back a day early Yeah, from his uh, freaking, like him taking his sailboat or whatever <laughs> to, I don't even know where he takes it the Bahamas or something like that. Jamaica. Um, and he comes back and he's an absolute jerk. And this is where I'm just like, okay, like, I feel like they they just doubled down on we're going to make you hate this guy. Like we've dragged him through the mud uh, through season eight with all the drama. And now we're going to show you that he's the the worst character on the show now. And that's what they did. And they make you hate him. And at the end of the day, it's not necessarily like a bad, I don't know how to say it. It, Like it makes sense that you would hate him. The story makes sense, but I don't think anyone liked it. I don't think. Ed Helms is such a likable character, yep. actor. And then Andy Bernard became such a likable character. I won't play like talk about that anymore, but uh this is the creme de la creme. We're done with Andy. We hate him. Everybody hates him. Um and Nelly is like in charge of the office and he's like freaking out. And I already hate it. I hate that too. I hate the whole situation. I'm not rooting for anyone. I'm not rooting yep. for Nelly. Hate Nelly. Not rooting for freaking Andy. Hate Andy. And and, His favorite character, Luke. <laughs> and
0: more, With on top of all that, more Jim and Pam drama. Yes, so they are going nothing, to lunch. There is Brian. nothing to attach yourself to. <laughs> There's nothing to attach yourself to in this episode. Except I would argue, That's obviously, you being. made a great point. Dwight and Angela kind of hold it together in a lot of yeah. ways. But in a lot of ways, too, you're attaching yourself to Aaron. Because you're like so badly wanting her to be separated from... This monster that comes back. He's so awful when he comes back. Yeah.
2: Great pick. I love (laughs) that it's this high. It should be. Yeah. It's pretty high up there. It's I have some more coming up, but yeah.
1: (laughs) It's Uh, up there. Let's go.
2: Jacob. All right. We're just gonna hang around in season nine because
0: it deserves it. Uh,
1: you know season one picks? I'm confused. I thought I have an honorable mention in season. Season one one sets
0: the stage. It's okay. I do have an honorable mention, but it didn't make my top 10. My number... Let's see, four is uh, Season 9, Episode 12, Customer Loyalty. So, Dwight tries to keep Daryl from leaving Dunder Mifflin. Mifflin. Yeah, Mifflin. Jim (laughs) misses his daughter's recital because of an important business meeting, and Nellie is worried that Aaron will dump Andy for Pete. I'm going to highlight one thing here, and then we can move on. (laughs) This is the this is the introduction
2: to brian before even the no is this after he beats the guy up or before i think it's after because it is this where he goes to her in like the sound no, closet or whatever no
0: this is before is this, this is the very first introduction to brian because she looks up and she goes what am i doing oh wrong? And yeah he, and that's where it's first introduced and i just gotta say <laughs> <laughs> like my my least favorite thing of all time is this introduction to this character. And I'm going to get into just, I'll, I'll be quick, but just a little bit more to what you were talking about. Cause you brought up parks and rec Luke, you out of all people know how I feel about parks and rec. <laughs> the reason you don't, what you don't like about parks and recs view of the mockumentary thing is what I actually love. About. I love that they don't address it. You mean you have gone through this. I, I think <laughs> yeah. it's funny that they don't address that. it. I think it's funny that they Nobody ever shows up the office thing where they, they watch the documentary at the end and it makes them famous. It's fine. But I, there's a world where I can see the show have not like, they didn't do that at all. And, and I think the show would be just as good if they never did the, you know, this is all going to turn into a a documentary at the end and everything. But I mean, there's some good stuff that comes from
2: it and I won't deny that, but yeah, I feel like the office was maybe the first Maybe I'm wrong, but like the first show to do something quite like this, and they were like, So we have to address sure the documentary thing. And then in Parks right. and Rec, mm-hmm. they were like, We don't have to address it. We're just <laughs> yeah, we're just not. <laughs> yeah. And Parks and Rec having
0: the right to do that since it is the same people really behind yeah. both shows. And so yeah, no, I, I I agree with that definitely, but customer loyalty. This is when this is when Jim rough. misses the recital and then he gets mad at Pam and they have that fight on the phone and she cries and it just ends horrendously. And he's like trying to comfort uh, her, right? No, he's not trying to comfort her he blames no, like her like no matter no brian
2: the, the oh yeah mime. brian he comforts the, her. Yeah. yeah he yeah, like I tells know, the man. other people to turn off the cameras or whatever and that's like uh, you're that's like where terrible. am i what's happening right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't terrible. i don't hate this as much as you do i don't like i i like i said the brian thing feels kind of manufactured Yep. um the idea of jim and pam having struggles in their marriage, uh, especially in regards to like finances and what they're going to do with their lives. I don't mind the idea of that direction, like getting towards the end of the season. It's it's almost like their story was done. They had this romantic story arc that climaxed. It was great. And now you're kind of like, where do we go? The idea of marital struggles, I think, could probably be relatable. It's like they could walk you through it. And I just don't think they handled it well. I think the Brian thing was weird. It didn't land the way they wanted it to land. I thought it was a little out of out of left field. Um yep. I don't mind the idea as much. I th- like cliffhangers and drama and like heartbreak, like him missing his daughter's recital or whatever. I don't mind that stuff because you're like, this is this happens to people sure. and this is heartbreaking and you want to see them get through it. But yeah, they didn't do it well. Yeah. Do it better. <laughs> do it <Yeah>. better, people. <laughs> Do it again. Uh, Do it better. I
0: don't, even, I don't even
2: want to talk about it anymore. So let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, number three, Luke, let's hear it. My number three, where are we? My number three is Get the Girl, season yeah. eight, episode 19. I won't talk about it too much. This is really just don't. like downfall <laughs> <laughs> of the downfall of Andy, the awkwardness of uh, this is where I think this is where he like jumps out of the present, right? When she's like working in Florida. Yep. yep oh yeah, it's awful. While he has a girlfriend uh, and then he takes Aaron with him to go break up with his girlfriend. Yeah. And she's at a bachelorette party and it's bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. That's all I'll say. Really, really bad.
0: (laughs) I am overjoyed that you made it uh, into this list, that you brought it here. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Uh, We're done talking about you, Get the Girl. You're the worst. (laughs) All right. Jacob's number three. (laughs) My number three is... Season 8, Episode 22, The Fundraiser. Or it's just called Fundraiser. Andy confronts Robert for the first time after losing the manager position and quitting his job at a fundraiser sponsored by Angela's husband. Out of all the episodes, this is probably where we see Andy at his lowest. And I don't want to keep harping on Andy here. I apologize, everybody who's listening. But I just have to say, the overall decision... Decision making here is is starting to take a turn and I can't, I can't make this list without talking <laughs> about how the, how these episodes are like what these episodes are doing to the show overall. And here we have one of the, one of the best characters that the show has produced and Andy, I, I truly believe that completely being undermined and broken down by like Robert California who I, I like Robert California but the show is like showing like Robert California's on stage at the fundraiser he has everything together and Andy's like losing his mind yeah like what you're like what is happening to this character? And I I just don't I don't get it. This is when he's at his low and he like adopts all the dogs or whatever at the end of the fundraiser. And again, he treats Aaron horribly in this episode. He's neurotic, he's insatiable, and he is not the way that he should be. And I
2: think this episode shows it really well. So 100% no, that episode narrowly avoided my list uh, because there's some other episodes Unfortunately, we're not done talking about Andy, but I no, won't talk about not. him too much. More. <laughs> you want to hit your number two? Yes. My number two is uh, season eight, episode 20. And this is going to be hilarious because I didn't, uh, this is, it, I don't want it to feel like a cop out my top three, but What's it's just true. It's just factual. And it's my opinion, but I also think it's. I think they're the worst three episodes in the show. Season eight, episode twenty, the follow-up to season eight, episode nineteen, "Get the Girl," oh, yeah. is an episode called "Welcome Party." They go um, on an I, absolute uh, bender here. <laughs> don't I got. I got a little ahead of myself. Them going to the cabin together to where the bachelorette party is happening. So right. like Ed Helms takes his girlfriend, or his, he takes Aaron with him to break up with his girlfriend, um, and that whole situation is so cringy and some of it's funny like I know cringe humor is the office and I love so many parts of the cringe humor but it's not done well you're beginning to think Andy is really weird <laughs> and then also you have the like oh man they just folk instead of focusing in on other better storylines they focus in on and ruining Andy and building up Nelly and this is some yep. more like the beginning of that uh, Robert of California forces the office to throw Nelly a welcome party and everyone's a jerk to her and they're super mean and it's super sad. And you're like, this is like the most dramatic. They're really trying to make us feel bad for Nellie now. And I am going to be honest. I would rather her just not. She's an enemy. Just let her leave the show. It's okay. Yep. <laughs> um, but no, they're were like, we're going to keep her around and we're going to make everybody like her. And you're going to feel bad for her no matter what you want to do. <laughs> so everybody's really mean and nasty to to Nelly and then you're like oh she has a you know a bad past or whatever and yeah don't like her this is yeah more just more of the same I hate to say that (laughs) uh yeah yeah. I mean
0: we really do hate to do this to you (laughs) but this is I I didn't realize I I didn't realize the progression here <laughs> Dude, with with these episodes because i don't know fast. about you luke and we, we don't have to get into it but i actually like the florida storyline which yeah, is right no, be- which is right before this i like the whole the whole florida thing i think it's good Should've
2: left nelly in florida
0: should have left nelly in florida <laughs> and man oh man do they go on a bender after they get back from florida <laughs> yeah. with these with these episodes it is it is rough it's bringing me so much joy here That these episodes are making it this high. What would bring
1: me a ton of (laughs) joy is to hear your number two, Jacob.
0: My number two has already been mentioned as Luke foretold it would be on my list. (laughs) And so I won't spend too much time about it or too much time with it. My number two is season nine, episode 14, Vandalism. And this (laughs) is the only thing worse than Brian comforting <laughs> pam <laughs> it's brian turning into the karate kid and defending <laughs> pam and it and it, this is a legitimate fight that happens they this is like other than my number Goodness. one which i'll get into this is this is the moment when eddie murphy walks into the bathroom and daddy daycare <laughs> and he sees his face he sees what the kid has done to the bathroom when i'm watching this episode <laughs> I'm, I'm looking around at everything that's happening can picture that and I'm going, what is what is going on? Everything is breaking down. It gets way meta, more meta than it already was. And you're you're literally watching, first of all, Pam, Pam's in the wrong here just almost as much as the guy is. She fights fire with fire. She decides to get back at the guy by vandalizing a grown man's truck, which, you know, he shouldn't have done what he did, obviously. But she's like, Oh yeah, here's how I'll get back at him. And then The show takes an enormous leap by going by going, Hey, let's let's have the guy attack Pam. What what would that be like? (laughs) Let's do let's and let's just all stand here and what were the were the rest of the camera guys just gonna let it happen? I mean, (laughs) if we want to start talking about all the meta stuff, is that is Brian the only one who's gonna jump in and save this woman? So many bad decisions. We don't need to talk about it. There would have been uh, an audio
1: guy. There would have been at least two or three camera guys. Like somebody, <laughs> yeah. Like they're all standing there, right? Oh, no, man. I think. A, I think
0: I've never met anybody who likes the decision making with this storyline, with the camera guy, yeah. and the, all this kind of stuff. So it's it's bad, and it deserves to be. It deserves to be up here. So yeah, I didn't like it because I'm a Jim
1: and Pam fan. But <laughs> what I am a fan of before we get into y'all's number ones is telling the ranker fam about our plugs. And ranker fam, you already know, uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. And, uh, we also have a Gmail, the rankers podcast at gmail.com. And also we have a website. So you just type in the rankers podcast.com. You can go check us out, see what we're about, what we rank, all those sorts of things. We even have some merch if you're interested in that. And we love to bring guests on this podcast and we're so thankful for Yes. And we're thankful for the Anchor fam. And so Luke, if you just want to like, tell us about you and what you got going on real quick, and then we can get into the number ones.
2: Oh yeah. No, I mean, if, if you guys have seen me before, you know, you can find me, at swanky disc golf on all socials. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to know. That's swanky where we disc live. Golf, look it up on YouTube. Do you like really close to fun content, really close to 30,000 subscribers. So go be really close to 30k. We're giving, if you want to get started in disc golf, we're giving away a whole bag. A whole 25 way. discs that bag's so, value has gone up uh, oh, oh yeah it's like literally as with the discs it's probably like a six seven hundred oh yeah giveaway um wild
0: wild <laughs> it's crazy because you know luke is luke is so modest and humble but people don't realize that we we have a we have a disc off celebrity on our episode right sure, <laughs> like, like
2: he's legit <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, the most humble guy I know.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so much humility. All right. Uh, we ready? Luke, tell us your number one, man. We're
2: on to my number one. And the reason why I apologize earlier is because my number one is season eight, episode 21. So my top three is episode 19, 20, and 21. And it's because <laughs> they're the three worst episodes on the freaking show. Uh, the biggest blunder the biggest blunder of the entire office. I don't even think it's D'Angelo and the weird storyline there, losing Michael. It is them totally not knowing what to do. And somebody, I don't know, I don't get it. I don't know if it was just a series of different writers that had certain ideas that they were like, let's run with this. We can run with this. (laughs) And, And it's, this is one of the only episodes that I remember vividly hating it. Like, all of the episodes on my list I didn't like, I got through, maybe I skipped. This one I was genuinely like, this is awful. This is really bad. It's called uh, Angry Andy. Angry Andy. Angry Andy. Andy comes back to Dunder Mifflin with Aaron, which he left work to go get Aaron, which at the beginning of that journey, you're like, this is really weird. I feel like we like where Andy is almost at, (laughs) but I guess him being with Aaron isn't the worst thing in the world. But then of course they totally ruin that. And Nellie this, if any of you don't remember this, I'd be shocked. Uh, Nellie just comes in and says, I'm the manager now. I'm not exaggerating. That is not a figure of speech. She comes in, she comes in and says, I am the manager now. And Robert California is just like, this is interesting. Let's see how it plays out. (laughs) and that's that's it yep she she's just the manager now and it's ridiculous and again this is i see the idea i see where like somebody was like this could be funny it's not it didn't land it didn't hit this entire episode is a disaster
1: disaster
2: it's a disaster she's just like i'm gonna dock andy's pay and she's not the manager. Andy's the an- the manager. <laughs> and she's like, no, yeah, your pay is docked now. And he's like, dude, what in the world? And then there's this whole weird, weird other stuff I won't get into. But <laughs> yeah, this is a terrible. This is one of the few episodes in the office where I'm genuinely like, it's not just a fumble. It's not just like skippable. It's p- plain bad. No good. Very bad. Yep.
0: This episode Jacob, is the uh, this episode is the pits. That's why it is also <laughs> my number one, which is Let's incredible that we ended up having the same <laughs> yeah. number one. But that's just actually goes, wild. It just goes to show you this episode is terrible. It <laughs> terrible. is it's so bad. terrible. This is the lowest of the low. This is where you see everything fall apart. Everything fall apart. This is the equivalent if. You know, if you're like, a, I've never watched Game of Thrones, but I hear, you know, the last <laughs> season of Game of Thrones is kind of like this in a lot of ways where it's just like a lot of decision making that the fans don't agree with. This is what's happening here. Every angle of this episode is bad. It deserves to be number one. It takes Andy again from a great character and uh, it clubs him to death before our very eyes as we mm. as we watch it happen and so it deserves to be here and uh, i'm glad that it is here at both of our number ones so here we go yeah. that's it that's the list that man. is kind of crazy
1: out of, <laughs> that
2: is crazy. of the office episodes
1: y'all <laughs> both have the same there's a lot thing. of lists
2: out there and i think a lot of them would include angry andy but i don't think too many of them have it at number one so that yeah. is kind of funny yeah this yeah. is great i i yeah this one immediately came to mind when you said worst office episodes this is the one that i was like i hate that episode <laughs> yep <Man. laughs> hate it luke
1: thanks luke. for joining us man
2: no problem thank you guys it was
0: a pleasure we hate angry andy but we love you and so we'll <laughs> definitely be seeing you again and ranker fam just to let you know next time we get together we're really excited about this episode we're gonna be little
1: Debbie little debbies let's, let's go. go another food episode you eat them we eat them we will Love them. see you next McGranny's time. Your number one. <laughs> Catch you in the next one.